Welcome to the Blissing Out podcast. My name is Katie Benford, and I'm the founder of the spiritual development brand, Blissing Out. I'm a women's embodiment coach, as well as a master manifestation coach, and it is my soul's mission to help as many women as I can become the most blissed out version of themselves. My intent with this podcast is to help you step into your internal abundance, manifest your craziest desires, and inspire you to take the very first steps into your dream life. Consider this podcast to be your weekly dose of spirituality, motivation, manifestation tips and tricks, mindset hacks, and so much more. I am so excited to be going on this journey with you to help you realize the infinite power that is already within you. Thank you so much for pressing play today, and let's create some bliss together. Hello, my beautiful babes. Welcome back to the Blissing Out podcast. It is Katie here, and I am so happy and grateful to be here recording the first official podcast episode of 2021. I can just tell you right now that I am just so excited for this year, not only because obviously 2020 was a shit show for everyone, although I'm really grateful for 2020 um, as well, but 2020 was crazy, um, as all of us know. Um, I do think it was a great opportunity for healing as well, though. Um, But 2021 is going to be absolutely wonderful, and I believe that declaring it as that is what it's going to be. And there's a loud car driving by, so I apologize for that. But, um, you know, this year I am actually starting my one-on-one coaching mentorship as well, where I'm going to be taking on three to five women. And I honestly can't wait for that. That's going to be amazing. So today I'm actually going to be talking about something that I'm extremely passionate about and something that I've just skimmed the surface on and I'm just starting to learn about, but I just wanted to talk about it because It's been a literal game changer in terms of my ability to manifest and just the way that I have been able to really work through my limiting beliefs um, in a a quicker manner than I had in the past and just the way that I have been able to kind of rewire my mind for success and abundance. Um, This topic is really cool because it is actually science-based, so it's actually helped me wrap my mind around manifestation more because... I can tend to be a little bit um, of a skeptic when it comes to this stuff. Like when I first started my manifesting journey, I remember listening to, I was actually listening to the Manifestation Babe podcast and I remember I was such a skeptic. I was like, oh my God, this cannot be real. People do not believe this bullshit. There's no way, right? And I am listening to it for like five minutes and then turning it off. I was like, I can't even deal with this right now. And then something told me, probably no more than like five minutes or one day later um, to put it on again. And then that's when I was hooked on the Manifestation Babe podcast. And I honestly owe it to Catherine Zinkina for getting me so into spirituality and manifestation. But anyway, (laughs) that was a tangent. But anyway, so um, this part of manifestation is known as quantum physics. And that's what I'm going to be talking about today for the most part um, and just how our mind works and just like the logistical side, the science-based side of the rewiring of your mind and how our mind and our brain creates these neural pathways based on our thoughts and feelings and how it literally helps us attract whatever happens in our lives. Um, The reason why I'm so passionate about this is, again, because it helps me make sense of it all and how everything that comes into our life 
or our lives we create. And I'm sure this topic is going to be huge eye opener for you guys as well. So I also wanted to take a minute here just to talk about my new one-on-one -on -one mentorship program, um, Aligned for Bliss. I have talked about it a few times in the past. Uh, this program is actually something that I've been working on for probably the past year. I've kind of compiled um, all of the learnings and teachings that I've invested in over the last year. I've spent about 10K in my education last year, um, and I'm ready to compile just every everything that I've learned and give it to you in an eight-week course. Um, within the course, you're basically going to learn the basis of manifestation, um, rewiring your subconscious beliefs, rebuilding your identity, embodiment of your most successful self, how to call in your craziest desires, and a lot more. Um, during this course, you're also going to learn how to forgive yourself and others, find your confidence and self-worth, and build daily habits that will positively influence your external reality. Um, along with the pre-recorded videos, so you're basically going to be getting eight weeks worth of pre-recorded videos, um, as well as eight 60-minute one-on-one calls with me, um, your manifestation coach, each week. We're going to be able to figure out a schedule that works for both of us. Um, along with this, as the student community grows and I take on more clients and everything, there's going to be an exclusive Facebook group where you're going to be able, going to, be able to connect with like-minded individuals as well. Um, and you're also going to get Boxer support during certain timeframes each day of the week. Um, which is TBD. I'm still kind of hashing out the details on that. Um, but you're also going to get um, lifetime access to all of the pre-recorded material as well as all of the coaching calls. So the cool thing about this program is that I'm going to actually be recording all of the Zoom calls that we have um, and I'm going to be sending them off to you via email. That way you can go over them as many times as you need and you know, kind of take it all in as many times as you want to. There's going to be a mixture of techniques including NLP, which is Neuro Linguistic Programming, EFT, which is Emotional Freedom Technique, Time Techniques, um, and Hypnotherapy that will be offered during the one-on-one -on -one calls as well. And these techniques are actually just going to help you integrate these teachings quickly and with more ease. So I just really want to help so many women get on the way to creating their dream life, and I just cannot wait to see you in the Align for Bliss one-on-one -on -one mentorship. So, on to today's episode. Within manifestation, there are obviously a lot of universal laws, right? Like, we've talked about them on multiple podcast episodes. I've chatted about, you know, the law of polarity, the law of vibration, the law of attraction, obviously, the law of um, the transmutation transmutation of perpetual energy. Um, I've talked about the law of divine compensation. You know, there's so many different laws that go into play with manifestation. It's not just the law of attraction. However, there is something that I have thought about recently, and that is the law of expectation. And this isn't commonly talked about. I've seen it a few different places, but it's something that I actually have just kind of taken on as my own belief and my own thought as well. Um, so just to put things into perspective, I want you to think of the following question. So how many times have you woken up in a bad mood? Just you've woken up on the wrong side of the bed and that day, you know, you just knew you were going to have a shitty day. And you expected to have a bad day, you expected to sit in traffic, you expected to be late, you expected to get the wrong Starbucks order, you expected to get a flat tire, whatever it was, you just knew that it, something felt off, you knew it was going to be a bad day. And then, lo and behold, you had a shitty day. 
And then on the flip side of that, like what if you wake up super excited and you were so excited, maybe it was your birthday or something, or, you know, it was a day that you were super excited about and you expected to have a great day and, you know, what ended up happening? You actually had a great day. You know, like odds are you did have a great day if you were expecting to. So for me, this is known as the law of expectation. And typically whatever we are expecting is what is going to manifest into our physical reality. And for me, this has been one of the very primary steps in rewiring my brain and my mind for success and abundance to come into my life because we cannot create success if we are expecting failure. Likewise, you wouldn't be able to fail if you are expecting success. And when you are expecting success, you actually don't even see failure as failure. You see it as feedback. So it wouldn't even be a failure. It would be, okay, I gained feedback on how something doesn't work. I gained feedback on how I can do something differently in order to succeed. So, you know, as children, we are conditioned into basically certain patterns of thinking um, about the world around us. And it it gives us a view, like a worldview on what it really means to be successful and what it means to have abundance or what it means to be wealthy, what it means to be happy, what it means to be rich, whatever it may be. Like we all have different perspectives on what these things mean to us. So basically when we're conditioned, these thoughts and patterns of thinking created neural pathways in our brains that we can attribute to our opinions and our habits surrounding success. And when we have these thoughts and then we attach emotion to them enough times, like if we do that enough times, it has to be multiple times in a repeated process. But when we do that, we memorize the emotion and the thought and the brain creates a pathway to conserve energy. So then after that happens, it basically becomes ingrained into our mind and into our brain and it becomes unconscious or subconscious, aka it becomes second nature. And that's why when we have all of these subconscious beliefs, that's what's happening is that when we're children, we picked up all of these beliefs from our key adults or key people in our lives, the media, whatever it may be. And it was ingrained deep into our subconscious where it has been housed. And until you become aware of the beliefs that are holding you back or the beliefs that are kind of dictating what's happening in your life, they are going to be basically running the show. And our subconscious mind is responsible for 95% of what happens in our life. So if you think about, like I'm going to give you some examples of subconscious behaviors, like driving a car is subconscious, brushing your teeth, tying your shoe, um, anything that you've done so many times that's like a repeated process that you've memorized the way to do it, you've memorized the procedure of how to do something, your conscious mind then moves it to your subconscious mind to conserve energy. And when we do this and when we when you relate this to success and you when you relate this to abundance or wealth or happiness or whatever it may be, when you relate it to this, if you have had multiple, multiple experiences from the past where you have seen successful people being greedy assholes or you've seen money, you know, causing issues in your life or causing issues in your parents' life or you've seen quote-unquote happy people really not being that happy and then you continue to replay those memories in your mind, your body and your mind continue to memorize those 
emotions. Therefore, it creates those neural path pathways in your mind and it becomes unconscious. And then that's when it, you get those subconscious beliefs deeply ingrained into you, your mind where it will be running the show from that point on. Um, when we, you know, have these subconscious beliefs, they can manifest in various ways. Um, when even if you want to be wealthy and you still have the belief from your childhood that, you know, your parents said wealthy people are e evil or whatever it may be, your subconscious mind is never going to assist you in becoming wealthy because being wealthy means you're an asshole. So your subconscious mind might say something along the lines of like, well, I'm not going to go seek money because that means I'm bad. That means I'm an asshole. So I would never want to be bad or an asshole. So I'm never going to go find money. Um, so the key here is to rewire those those neural pathways and kind of and kind of um, unmemorize, I guess is the word. I'm trying to think of the word right now, but I'm trying to blink. Um, but it's kind of to, I guess, just get rid of those other hard hardwired pathways and then rebuild them by thinking and feeling different thoughts that lead more to I am successful, I am wealthy, I am this, I am that. And that was another tangent, but getting back to just being told different things when we were younger and having these thoughts and attaching motion to them. Um, for example, again, if you're constantly told that successful people are greedy assholes and that having a lot of success means that you're evil, your brain is most likely going to believe that and create a neural pathway to ingrain this into your mind. And this is because when you're told something and you have a thought and there's enough emotion, the emotion basically makes your body release a certain chemical and or hormone um, so you can feel the same way that you're thinking. And your body's constantly monitoring um, your thoughts and making sure that you are feeling the exact same way that you are thinking. And it's constantly making sure that your thoughts and your feelings are in alignment. So from here, if you spent years and years and years thinking and feeling that successful people are greedy assholes, your mind has literally memorized the feelings of that belief. And it has become so ingrained in your subconscious. And when we memorize a feeling from the past and it becomes a belief, we're basically living in the past. Even if you're living in the future, or you're living in the present, but you are living from the perspective of the past. And therefore, due to quantum law, you're just going to create more of the exact same situation, i.e. you're going to create more of the past. So you're basically going to be creating more of the same exact memory because that's what you're focusing on. And then from there, your mind is only going to be able to pick up on the information that supports that belief. Because remember, like I've mentioned in other podcast episodes, our mind only picks up on 126 bits of information at any given moment. And it only will pick up on the information that is in alignment with our belief systems. So basically what that means is that you're going to see successful people who use their success for negative reasons instead of all of the other successful people who are using it for good. And on top of that, just another thing on this, um, if you hold a subconscious belief that successful, successful people are assholes, um, there's absolutely no way, again, that you are going to have the support from your subconscious in gaining success. Because again, if you think a successful person is an ass, 
your subconscious is going to say, well, I don't want success because that means I'm going to be bad. You're basically going to have to begin to tell it otherwise in order for it to assist you and making it basically become your second nature to gain success. So if you're asking how you fix this and how you go on to rewire your mind and really begin to take back your, your power and have your subconscious begin to assist you instead of work against you, because remember, it is responsible for that 95% of what happens in your life. There are a few ways. And the first one that I like to focus on is that you must begin to expect differently. And like I said earlier, if you expect to fail, you're going to fail. If you expect success, you're going to succeed. And whenever you have a thought and you attach an emotion to it, it has to manifest. That is quantum law. It has to manifest. Whenever you have a thought and you attach an emotion, it changes your way of being. And from there, it collapses the quantum field, and that's going to be your new experience. So if you want to create anything in life, you have to begin to expect it. And there are a few different ways to get yourself into the habit of expecting success and abundance. So here's another example and something that I dealt with all the time when I was, or prior to my my interest in manifestation and my journey in manifestation and spirituality, I would always go to the damn mailbox and expect a bill. Like every single time I would dread going to the mailbox because I'd be like, oh my God, there's going to be another bill in here. I don't even have the money to pay for my other bills. And now there's going to be another bill. I would just be, every time I went to the mailbox, I would dread it. I would hate it. I would always have like this, my conscious mind would always try to say like, oh no, there's going to be a check in there. But my subconscious belief was, nope, there's going to be another bill. So next thing I would know, obviously there would be a bill in there or there'd be multiple bills in there. And I would always be like, well, shit, you know, and I honestly, like just to give you guys a little bit of a backstory of the type of person I used to be when it came to money, I was the type of person that when I went to the doctor or I went to like, I don't know, anywhere, I wouldn't, I would live in an apartment complex and I literally would be so terrified of getting a bill. I just wouldn't put my unit number because I wouldn't want to get a bill in the mail. I was like, so I was in such a lack mindset. I was like, I can't even, I was so terrified of getting a bill in the mail that I wouldn't put my unit number. So that way it wouldn't even show up. And I would just get like, I don't know how I would get like a Sometimes I'd get like a text message then, but I would just never put my unit number. Like that's literally the mindset that I was in is like out of sight, out of mind. And that's terrible, but that's where I was at. If that gives you any type of idea as to where I was mentally with money. But back to the story. I would always think there were were bills in my mailbox every time there would be a bill. So, you know, then I tried something out the next time. I went to the mailbox, you know, as I started getting into my manifestation journey, I would start getting, you know, I would start walking to the mailbox and I'd have that feeling come up like, oh my God, there's going to be a bill. But I kind of would stop myself and I'd say, you know what? I am expecting a bill. However, I'm going to express gratitude right now for being able to pay, pay for this bill. I would just think out loud or say out loud, thank you universe for the ability to pay for this bill. I know you always have my back. And it would be like as simple as that. I would just say that out loud and then just go about my day. And you know what? Honestly, most of the time there would be a bill in there. But then the next time, maybe I would expect to have a random check or like a refund or, you know, something like that. And and this is, all goes back to building believability in your manifestation 
efforts. Like you can't just go from zero to 100 real quick. You know, you really have to build believability. And that was something that I did that was like baby steps. Like I would expect a bill. Okay, now I'm going to just express gratitude for being able to pay for this bill. Now I'm going to expect a check. And I'm telling you, the more times that I've expected a check, the more times that check or that refund has just randomly appeared. Um, so this really does work and it's it's a game changer. So the next little tip that I have is to ask the right questions. And this all goes back to, again, rewiring your mind for success. And asking the right questions is so important within manifestation. And if you're going into a situation with a negative mindset, I want you to stop and ask yourself how you do not want to feel. And this actually is a tip that I've picked up from um, Dr. Joe Dispenza from the book Breaking the Habit of Being Yourself. It's an absolutely amazing book, and it really talks about the quantum field and quantum physics and he breaks it down in such digestible, just amazing bits, and it's super easy to understand. I'm not even a science-based person, but it's been it's been very eye-opening for me, so I highly recommend that book as well. But he says, how ask yourself how do you do not want to feel. This basically gets your mind out of the habit of focusing on your old habitual ways of thinking. Um, so just for an example, let's say that you're going to go into – a job interview, and you're feeling really shitty about yourself and your qualifications, I want you to ask yourself, how do I not want to feel right now? And your answer may be, I don't want to feel insecure or like I don't belong here. And again, this just makes your mind begin to focus on a different identity. From there, um, he goes into how you should focus on how you do want to feel, and maybe you want to feel confident and strong. How can you embody that? Like, how can you embody being confident and strong? Can you envision yourself just like walking into that interview with your resume in your hand and your badass blazer and outfit, shaking the interviewer's hand with direct eye contact and saying, hi, my name is Katie. You know, can you envision yourself smiling and speaking clearly and, you know, just really begin to close your eyes and visualize that version of yourself? And when you do this repeatedly, and you visualize yourself just absolutely killing it at the interview and getting the job, your mind wire, wires new neural pathways that um, helps set you up for success once the interview actually does roll around. And this is because your body begins to release those chemicals to match up to that experience. Because remember, your body's constantly regulating your thoughts and your feelings and always wants to make sure that you're feeling the way that you are thinking. And whatever we expect is what's going to manifest. And when we rehearse something so many times and we feel the way we want to feel within that situation, we're basically putting that frequency out into the quantum field and that's what's going to materialize because it has to. Like that's quantum law. It has to materialize if you're putting out that frequency. And if you're observing, I'm going to go back to the observer effect because this is something that's very important too. Whatever reality you are currently observing is going to manifest 100% of the time. So the observer effect is basically saying that subatomic particles can only appear if, if they are observed. So like an atom can only appear if it's observed. And everything is basically made out of subatomic particles. Like the desk that I'm sitting at right now, my water bottle, me, everything's made out of these subatomic particles. So if you are observing the reality where you absolutely kill it in the interview, and you really like focus on those feelings and you focus on the 
thought of you killing it in, in the interview that's going to materialize. So the next one, and this one is one of the ones that like has just completely changed the game for me. Um, and I learned this from my certification in Yes Supply. And that is to live from the end goal perspective. And the idea here is to live from the end. And I know it can be a little confusing because I know for me, this one has taken me a couple months to wrap my mind around. I haven't quite been able to understand exactly what it means until probably about two weeks ago. I've just been like, holy cow, that's how that, that's what that means. And that's how it feels. Um, so let's say that you have a goal, maybe a new year's resolution that you want to work out five times per week for three weeks, three months. Um, so you're basically, you know, going to the gym for the first few weeks and you eventually fall off because you're feeling like burnt out. You just can't really see what the point is and you just decide it's not for you. What happened, right? Like you're just, you can't really figure out what happened. Why did you fall off? Um, the key here for me in this situation would be that the point wasn't seen and there wasn't enough of a why, like there wasn't enough of why am I doing this? How is this going to make me feel to achieve? And that's why there has to be a why when you're creating anything in your life. And I want to go, I am going to go off on a little tangent here because I do believe that this is really important, um, the why in manifestation, because it is something that I've also, it's another paradox <laughs> in manifestation. So it is something that's a little bit difficult to understand. So there's two different sides to this. There can be a why you want something like I want a Lexus RX350 because I fucking want it and that's enough for me. I don't need a why because I just want it like and that's enough for me. But on the other side of that, if you're building a business, like let's say that you're building a business, you're building a coaching business and I'm using this because that's what I'm currently doing and it's personal for me. So it's easy for me to talk about. Well, let's say you're building a coaching business and your why is because you want freedom or your why is because you want more money. Let's just, I'm just going to use the money reason, which is great. You can want more money. That's totally fine. However, is that enough of a reason for you to motivate you to keep going? Is that enough of a reason for you to keep going? And it could be. And if that is, that's great. However, sometimes it's even better to make it not just about you. And so it could be that you just want more money, but why do you want more money? Go deeper. Why do you want more money? I want more money because I want more freedom. Okay. Why do you want more freedom? Because I want to travel. Why do you want to travel? Because I want to be able to help people in other countries. So there you really broke it down. It's not just about the money. It's because you also want to be able to help people in other countries. So if you make it about other people as well, it, it's more motivating for you to keep going. Another way to do this is maybe you're starting your business because, and you want more money because you want to help your family. Again, you're not just making it about you. Sometimes it's really helpful to, to make your why about other people as well. And when it's for the good of more than one person, the universe is going to be so much more willing to help you. And the, the universe is always willing to help you, right? But 
when you're making it about more than just you and bigger than just you, it's, it's just that your vibration raises that much more and you become more of a magnet to that desire. So back to the actual point of this whole, um, there has to be a why when you're creating anything in your life. So I'm going to give you another personal example of something that has taken place in my life and how I'm currently utilizing this um, live from the end goal perspective situation. So I decided to partake in dry January this year. It's actually something I've never done before. And, you know, to be honest, I tend to enjoy adult beverages. So any other time that I've kind of tried to take a month off of drinking here and there, I've ultimately failed to do so. Um, but this time I've put myself at the end of the month. I actually put myself at February 1st and I saw myself looking back on January and I saw myself being proud of myself and I, I saw myself seeing how I would feel if I accomplished this goal or when I accomplished this goal. I saw myself how I would feel and I felt the feelings of how it would feel to not drink for a while. So the point here is when you put yourself at the end, you actually see what's possible and you see how you're going to feel and you're able to see the possibilities of this goal and what it's going to add to your life and the value that it's going to add to your life. And it actually makes it more real. For me, I looked back and I kind of looked at myself from a disassociated point of view and I think that's a really big key here. And by disassociated, I mean you're looking at it from um, not your own eyes. Associated would be looking through at something through your own eyes, but you're looking at yourself outside of yourself. Um, and when you see yourself in this moment after you've accomplished your goal and you're looking at yourself at the end after you've accomplished something, it's extremely motivated because you can see how happy you are. You can see the just like pure bliss that's on your face after you've felt something. And it also helps you be able to embody that version of yourself with more ease because you, you are able to figure out how that goal, once it's accomplished, is going to make you feel. And then you can do things throughout your days to cultivate those same feelings. And again, embodiment is one of the keys to manifestation in general. So that's another thing to, to be aware of as well. So, and embodiment is a key to rewiring your mind in general. I mean, I've mentioned this on the last podcast, but I think that it's very relevant in this episode as well. Um, and I am going to change it a little bit because I think that it, it, it will work a little bit better if I modify it. So if you babes remember, um, I offered the question from Teal Swan and Shadows Before Dawn from the last podcast episode about um, your self-worth and, and kind of defining it and finding it. Um, the question, what would someone who loves themselves do? I'm sorry, I keep getting emails. <laughs> I have not figured out how to mute this while I'm recording. Um, but anyway, so when you are faced with a decision and you ask yourself, what would someone who loves themselves do? <laughs> Um, well, for this question, or I'm sorry, for this situation, I would ask yourself when you're trying to embody the most successful version of yourself, ask yourself, what would the most successful version of myself do in this situation? So example, 
let's say you are toggling back and forth between investing in a course and not investing in a course. Like maybe for the new year and you really want to build your business this year and you're like, okay, I really want to invest in this course, but I'm not sure if I should. You have all these limiting beliefs that are flooding back into your mind, you know, of I'm not good enough. I'm never going to be successful. You know, I'm not worthy of success, whatever it would be. I'm telling you, insert this question because it's the most powerful thing when you ask yourself, okay, what would the most successful version of myself do? If I was at the most successful point in my life, sitting here deciding if I should invest in this course or if I shouldn't invest in this course, what would I do? Odds are that version of yourself wouldn't even think twice on investing in her future and investing in, you know, growing her business to the point of financial freedom and helping others and whatever it else it may be. So at that point, you have faith and you just jump right in. And the universe always catches you. And I'm telling you that the universe loves ballsy people. The universe loves when people take chances and big, scary, but exciting chances. And I actually read something from Yes Supply. Like, Yes Supply has changed my life, the certification. It's been absolutely amazing. And she has just so many insights. But um, she shared a Bob Proctor Quote, and I'm not going to read it verbatim because I am having trouble remembering it, but it's something along the lines of you need to pick something that is equally as scary as it is exciting. If your goal does not scare the shit out of you, your goal is not big enough. And it just is so true because in order to do anything like totally epic in your life, you're going to be a little scared and you're going to be a little uncomfortable. But the uncomfortability is where you are going to grow. And the growth is where you are going to be able to unlock the abundance floodgates, you guys. So I'm telling you right now that, you know, the scariness and the uncertainty sometimes is where the abundance is and the trust in the universe. And like, I remember the day that I signed up for my coaching certification, which is a pretty penny. Um, and me just dropping that and really spending it. I remember distinctly, um, I had so many different things happen after that, that just had me feeling in such alignment with my decision. And the universe really showed me that I had made the right decision. So I'm here to tell you that even though it's scary, if it scares and excites you, it's the right decision. Um, so that is all I have for you today. I will be doing more research on quantum physics and I am going to be talking more about it, um, in podcast episodes to come. It's a topic that has proved to be so valuable to me and something that I really, really enjoy. Um, but you know, if you have any questions or any thoughts that you would like to share, please feel free to share this episode on Instagram. You can take a screenshot and share it on your story. And you can go ahead and tag me as well. And I look forward to hearing your thoughts. If you enjoyed this episode, please feel free to leave a review below. And on top of that, if you are interested in applying or inquiring about Aligned for Bliss, the one-on-one mentorship program, please reach out to me on Instagram. Send me a DM. I would love to hear from you. And that is all I have for you today, babes. I will look forward to talking to you on the next podcast episode. Go spread light. Thank you so much for listening to the Blissing Out podcast. If this episode resonated with you, I would love to hear about it. Please leave a review below about something you learned 
hit subscribe, and as always, feel free to follow me on Instagram, at blissingoutblog. I look forward to your next time tuning in. Spread light.